The award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Dr. Rob Sitch. Ed, I always feel so much safer when Rob's here. There's an actual medico on board. How are you? <laughs> give us some birds. For the birds unit. If you do too many Mr. Birds on this show, you have to go into the birds unit. It's good to have uh, Rob here. and you. I hope you like antique valuing, Rob, because that's what we're doing today. You know I love Dickinson. <laughs> We've got a plenty of Dickinson. It's a Dickinson-heavy show. Yeah. Cavalies, believe it or not, is uh, coming back. It's, it's uh, Best ever, I'd say. And obesity. Mm. Too much obesity. Too mm. many shots of people on the news just from the neck down, mm. wobbling up the street, not realising they're being filmed. I just want to get fat so I can get a really, really big pair of tracky dacks and get the before and after photo with me holding out the tracky dacks oh, to the full. We're going to do that and we're going to fit you out with a, a caftan lounger oh, by the end of the show. Satiny. So satiny. It's the ultra satiny edition of Get This. Very, very well done. A fantastic start to the show. You deserve a drink. Come on, let's hit the bar. Now you're talking, David. That's Tom Petty. Good morning, everybody. Let's get this around the nation. Myself, Tony Martin, Richard Marsden, pressing a few buttons. How you doing, Tom? Yeah, Ed Cavalier in the sidecar. Morning. Morning, Eating morning. things, pointing stuff out when yep. needed. Mm. We've got Rob Sitch here. Yes. Dr. Rob Sitch, the medico of mirth, as the TV week used to say. <laughs> Sorry, Rob, I love no, to point that out. No, I'm, if, uh, forgive me if I'm slightly distracted, but I've lost my work experience, boy. How do you do that? I don't know. I lost him yesterday as well. <laughs> He's 15. All I have to do, all I promised his parents when is he... don't leave him with me, don't worry. He's probably down in the prize cupboard uh, helping himself to some Shannon Noll CD. <laughs> some tacos past their use-by date. <laughs> He's probably out in the Black Thunder somewhere. So, what is... Uh, how do you get a work experience person? Yeah. Uh, he uh, he wrote yep. and said, I'm really interested in comedy. Would, he, would I, we come in? And I mm -hmm. looked around at the production. I thought, what jobs aren't being done? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Bit of> set buildings. <laughs> out the back at the incinerator. And yesterday I saw him with 100 stickers and, 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 and paper bags. And I thought, I don't know what it is and I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> but I, I suspect he's not at the top of the food chain. <laughs> wow. Do you think he's learned? So what would he learn hanging around with you for a I few don't know. Days? He actually went filming with, uh, with well, the production. Cool. I saw him walking out with a tripod yesterday. Right. Okay. And uh, you assume that that's me. Meaningful. I'm sure. <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm dying to get him a set of headphones and a Comtech tomorrow night oh, in the studio that's when cool. we film. Have you got one of those there? No, no, no. But you can walk around any television studio in the world with one of those oh, and yeah. people assume that you're you're doing something. In actual fact, you're actually just going, you there? You there, Ted? You there? Who was that to film? You there, Jim? Just makes you sound like you're an expert at something. Yeah. That's what I need. Clip I'm constantly being paged. That's what, oh, is that right? I don't have a pager. But if I'm in a meeting and I need to get out of it, I just suddenly start reaching for my belt and I think somebody's paging me somewhere. Looking at your belt. It's a good way of getting out. Uh, what big stories can we get to? Is there anything taking your attention, Rob, that you want to cam for? <coughs> the, um, well, the fifth, whole 50 years thing. Yeah, 50 oh, years of TV. Mm. Because they um, would have got it right by now, wouldn't you? <laughs> it, uh, it is one of those things I turned up. We had to do a shoot the other day and I, yes. I had to do something on Sunday night and I missed it. Right. But I turned up on Monday morning, someone told me you were, I was ranked. You know, oh, you were ranked. You know, yes, you're seated. Frontline was in there. Off you go. 
someone said it's a, there's an argument over whether I'm the prize 38 position or the prize 39 <laughs> position. Wow. <laughs> Who's at 37, though? Yeah, apparently, Who's... Ruth Cracknell. Oh, there you go. So um, uh, apparently I play Roger Federer in the second round. And, uh, <laughs> right. And uh, I saw Ray Martin get stuck into you the other night because mm-hmm. Frontline was in the, the 50 shows. And it was amazing to me how many journalists actually, you know, came out of the closet and said that they watched Frontline and had done things that were in Frontline. And Yana was saying that oh, she... Oh, probably all scared that there was people had heard stories about them. About them. Mike Monroe, yeah. I think he, a lot of his actual life was uh, turned up in Frontline. Yeah, then they cut to Ray Martin. And he's going, oh, you've got to realise it's only satire. I mean, if you want to see reality, watch the actual shows every night. If you want to see the truth, watch the real shows. If you want to see truth, isn't that a word that gets bandied about a bit? Like freedom. (laughs) Truth, freedom, caftans, words that are just mentioned too often in society. But I love that idea that, you know, because isn't isn't the way that art functions, and pardon me, I'm not quite sure exactly how art works. Here we go. But it's the skillful use of falsehoods yeah. to create a new truth. Isn't that how art works? I, I'm, I'm going to write that down. Yeah, I'm willing to go with That's that. That's going to make me sound really smart one day. <laughs> but I mean, if you see a film, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not, that's not actually no. true. That's not a documentary. It no. doesn't mean there's going to be a fair bit of truth in there. No, I don't think Picasso was literally saying that some women have two eyes on one side of their <laughs> nose. <laughs> I think I think well. his, his point was a <laughs> slightly more abstract one than that. That look will catch on. Though. Yeah, you know it. People going in for that. Fashion weeks. Well, Liza Minnelli will be getting a bit of that. Oh. There are certain plastic surgeons going around the world at the moment. That's all they've got left to do to a woman's face. <laughs> so have we defined truth yet? I think that's normally think so. how we begin yeah, yeah, to get yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, it's Truth Wednesday. Before we... Defining Truth Wednesday. You've gone Wikipedia on me. <laughs> Before Ooh. we go to which animal would you steal from the zoo. <laughs> I haven't done that for a while. We define truth. <laughs> I haven't done that for a while, Tone. Hey, you mentioned plastic surgeons. Surgery. Yeah. I have not recovered from these photographs of David Jess in the new Who's week. David, David, David Jess oh. was catch up, Ed. Quote Sorry. unquote, married to Liza Minnelli. Oh, well, we've all been there. And <laughs> look at this headline <laughs> Liza had herpes, but slept with me, says David Jess. Now, it's not the herpes, it's the slept with me part that I have trouble buying. What's going on? The herpes claim comes on top of previous allegations that the Oscar winner, Manelli, beat her husband so badly he was left in a constant state of unrelenting pain. Whoa. Uh, Unfortunately, he's having a hard time proving it because none of the pain registered on his face, (laughs) (laughs) which, as you can see, is totally immobile. He's basically a balloon that somebody's drawn a face on with a felt pen. That's a good analogy. That that is absolutely right. Good work. Hopefully the herpes relieved the tension. It says that he received so much herpes and beating from Manelli that he required 80 injections in his head every three weeks to deal with the pain, the pain of living with Liza Manelli. Head injections? How do you, you're a doctor, Robbie. Yeah. 80 injections to the head every three weeks. Where Is that normal? He- where do you put no. a head injection? No, that, there's a factor that gets multiplied. By the time by the time it goes through three media outlets, oh, <laughs> I, think, right. I think a nought gets added, a full fact fudge factor. It was a Panadol every month that <laughs> when it started. I, I don't know that you, you kill pain in the head via injections to the head. I don't know, I don't know, that, it's, I don't know that medicine's that crude. No. It says here, Liza underwent an eight-week uh, self-help program at uh, Drug and Alcohol Foundation after one year of marriage to David. <laughs> a self-help program that would just be her, her helping herself to the minibar, <laughs> I'm guessing, for eight weeks. But Liza says uh, that Jess tried to poison her during their marriage. How? Oh, it doesn't say. Damn. Just injections to the head, possibly. I love it. <laughs> Asleep. 
the long divorce proceedings have infuriated many with... Because uh, this has been going on for four or five years, hasn't it? Oh, it's mm. been married for a while. With one Supreme uh, Court judge offering them or ordering them to cut out the whining garbage. Yeah, yeah. That's the what I like That's to see. You need to send Dickinson around. Oh, Dickinson. To the house. We're going to have... Do you follow the work of Dickinson? I, I, I've, for many years now, I watched Bargain Hunt, but he left Bargain Hunt. He, yeah. He, What's Bargain Hunt? Bargain, Bargain Hunt was he got the blue team and the red team, and he would give them... Like, it was really kind of pathetic, showing away. He would give them 25 quid to go out and buy, <laughs> to buy antiques to resell at auction for profit. And, 25 quid? Yeah, and most times, the person, that, the team that won was the team that lost the least. Because <laughs> you had, you know that little sound they do? I'll go to the microphone. You know, you know when there's a big auction and it's, it's a big yeah. movement, but when there's a little auction, there's a thousand items, they just do this. <laughs> you know that? Just that little tap. They go, so they go five pounds, five pounds, at five. It's a tap. Oh, <laughs> and they go, oh, and Hitton Dickinson was at the back going, lost five quid on that. <laughs> well, he's got a lot more to say. In fact, I've done a bit of work with David Dickinson. You want to hear that? Yeah, I'm desperate to hear it. That'll be next on Get This. That's the Foo Fighters here at Get This on Triple M. Rob Sitch is with us this morning. Thank God you're here. That'll be going out tonight, I'm guessing. Yeah, Tony. It's it's actually a special edition tonight, Tony. Oh, what's happening? It's it's 50 years of Thank God You're Here. (laughs) Really? Yeah, we go, we've got yes. all of the thank God years for the last 50 years. <laughs> I mean, mostly from this year, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. and, um, and we're just going to play clips of it oh, and, get, and get Scotty Cam to uh, talk our <laughs> right, way through yeah. it. Yeah. Remember when Ruth Cracknell went through the door? Oh, oh, Shane Porteous, he was fantastic when they pushed him through Who's the door. Shane Porteous? Oh, <laughs> there you go. I'm there you go. sure myself. <laughs> the name I like to say. He was in a country practice. Ah, right, 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 Chips right. Rafferty? When oh, he, oh, oh Chips man. I'm just trying Ed to see whether he... Heard of the Roman Empire, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. When yeah. You know, Jesus was around that time. He, <laughs> he was, was, he was very great. Good. He Thank was God very, you're here. He didn't know anything about tuck shops. <laughs> <laughs> Thank my father you're here. It's Richard Marsland. Have you seen uh, our friend Richard Marsland on Rove, uh, Rob? No, oh, exactly. No. I haven't popped up That's recently. the point. He's been, well, is the word boned? Are you suffering a boning down there, buddy? Well, I'm looking after the windswept chiseled features and just uh, <sighs> putting them on ice and waiting for my next. I think I'm popping up in, uh, actually, I'm filming a sketch tomorrow. Oh. What is it? Who are you playing? Uh, it's a sex office thing and I'm a <laughs> tradesman. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Hopefully with a Scottish accent. I'll see what I can do. Are you going to do some accent work, Rich? Uh, no, it's just going to be a, like an Aussie sort of uh, sleazy, like the you know, like the cougar, the cougar at yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah kind of like that kind of guy. I can't wait to That's see what you do be, with it, Rich. Yeah. Hey, suburban. what's going on with those wiggles last night? Yeah, mm. we had two of the wiggles in here yesterday. Yeah, saying they're going to be the house band. Yeah. Mm. But they didn't suggest there'd been personnel changes. What's happened? Yeah, Greg wasn't there. Yeah, uh, Greg. I, I believe Greg was unwell. Oh. Yeah. And who was Philip? Was Peter Luck filling in as his <laughs> custom? Oh no, only over summer. That's right. <laughs> It was so, there was just a stunt. You can't just put someone else in the wiggles. In the yellow, yeah, in the yellow skivvy. I reckon Carl Stefanovic <laughs> fit in. The robot. The robot. Could stand in. He's, he's got the skivvy he's got feature. Nice. Do your kids get into the wiggles, Robert? You put yes, on, they do. You no, put on the tape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all the songs. No, seriously, I know I know the stories. And the chugga, songs chugga. And the, I know them all. Don't, don't even. <laughs> do you like to rango like Wags the Dog? <laughs> don't you like to rango. The, the the Pixar version they did a digital one where they went what to another planet yeah and um, Mondo Rock turned up and <laughs> uh, and, uh, and there's, there's a really catchy song what's this button for what's 
All right, now I've gone there down. There we go. I've gone down a bad track now. <laughs> hey, this is the home of the bad track. Yeah. I want to know where Greg is. Is there some sort of, you know, creative differences? Yeah, what's Warwick happened? style? Uh, no, he's just unwell. Unwell. That's what you hear around here. Married Liza Minnelli. Suddenly you're being taken off the website. Hey, the Wiggles were in yesterday, and Glenn Richards is celebrating because it meant that we were able to play Maximum Satan by Annihilator. I knew that would get. I knew someone would email in. We played five seconds of Maximum Satan. Yeah, and this guy's going, mate. If you have to get the Wiggles in every day so I can hear some Annihilator on Triple M, so be it. So be it. Have <laughs> we had an update on my work experience, guy? Yeah, oh, yeah any luck, Tommy? Yeah, he's on the tram. Oh, okay, good. He's on oh, okay. the tram. <laughs> Just as long as we've found him, I'm sure he'll be. I, I didn't want to send out Lisa McCune and missing persons. Yet. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll send out Barry the monkey with a barrel around his neck. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Uh, people have been emailing in saying, play some more Boytown songs. I cry, yeah. Did you, you hear that, you so? No, I didn't. Oh. I missed that. Oh, Boytown. They're coming back. Biggest band of the 80s mm. on their way back. Mm. Ninja Turtles. Someone, uh, Rodney Leeson has water sports. Raphael, the one of the callers, was missing. Oh, oh, can he send that in? Uh, we'll find a use for that. No, well, the guy, well, he wants to give it to the guy who was missing it. You know, yeah. that'll be our equivalent of when you get two, you know, oh, long lost people together. That's great. We can have moving. a montage. Yeah. We can have, we have like uh, slow piano music and, yeah. uh, and tears and stuff. Like being reunited with Re water sports Raphael. Fantastic. We, we, got, we got told a story years ago, and I, I'd love to know that it's fully true, mm. is that they reunited two brothers that had not seen each other for 50 years. Unfortunately, they, they met in the transit lounge at Singapore Airport, <laughs> just before the show, yeah, on the way to Australia, <laughs> <laughs> and then had to fake up that they hadn't seen each other for That's 50 it. years. Yeah. Right. These two men haven't seen each other for six hours. <laughs> Wind beneath your wings. But one was in 32B and one was 48, 48H. They were separated. Speaking of travel, look at the, the Daily Telegraph in Sydney are outraged by a new are they? gay P&O cruise. Look what? At, look at the headline. Hello, sailor. I could seen that coming. P&O, Australia's first gay cruise, leaves families all at sea. A P&O oh. cruise ship will be transformed into a floating Mardi Gras after a gay tour group chartered the liner, mm. forcing families to cancel their holidays. Forcing them. Forcing them at knife point to cancel Apparently. their holidays. And so, oh, geez. when will they stop? They're furious down there at the Telegraph. Yeah, and I think enough. they're right. We do need to get back to the high moral tone set by non-gay cruisers, <laughs> where, as we know, heterosexual couples commune with the utmost decorum and chivalry. It's mostly Bible reading, sing-alongs, craft fairs, the odd sober moonlight assignation uh, with full parental supervision. You know, nothing crude. I mean, these gay cruisers, yeah. people will probably be having sex. What? And it won't be your normal, decent rehypnol fueled bacchanal, <laughs> it'll be something unsavoury. What? I don't want that. I don't want that. Gee, the these cruises aren't for perverts. They're for no. fine, upstanding persons of interest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're for. Thank you, Telegraph. Oh, look. Thank you. I'm worked up now. You are, Tone. I'm feeling a bit Dickinson. Oh, Rob's mentioned dealing with Dickinson. Yes. And in case people don't know who we're talking about, it's this bloke. You are dealing with Dickinson. You are dealing with my money. And I'm going to ask you for a bit of respect about that. It is Did you money. add the music? No, this, this is full of music. Oh, it's catchy. To the irritation of Madden production. 
<laughs> Harder to fiddle about when they put music under it. He's, he's, it's very difficult to make antiques dynamic. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> he's done it, though, because he's Give given people £25 billion pounds of my money. <laughs> and it's he's constantly telling you it's his money. And if you get smart with him, well, have a listen to this. Mark was one of the team members who questioned David's judgment recently. And the Duke's still smarting. I'm not greatly impressed anymore. You know, I was out there pitching hard, trying to really support those guys, all of them. But after yesterday, you only buy me once. Just once. Oh, you, well, you only buy me once? You bite me. Oh, right. You don't want to get on the wrong side. You're allowed of to bite him once. Yeah. <laughs> Rock up. You can bite the Duke once. <laughs> he, gets, he gets teams, doesn't he, to sort of yeah. buy, buy and sell antiques. He, but he always ends up disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and they've usually followed his advice. <laughs> followed his advice and let him down. Maybe if Jamie Oliver was like that, he ended up just being disappointed with everybody he hired. Oh. Well, did you see when I went on dealing with Dickinson? Yeah, yeah. No. I went on there. No, well, because I, because this thing here. Yeah. This is an antique right here. <laughs> this is the original <laughs> Eon <laughs> FM Stroke Triple M uh, panel, and I made a few changes to it. Yeah. Took it along to his fear. Yeah. He wasn't very happy. Check it out. Tell you what, Tony, you know. Yes, David. We've worked together almost 25 years. And we have. Always, when I've been going to a fair, uh -huh. you've always come up trumps. You've always come up with the goods, Tony. Well, I think you're going to like this. It's the original control panel from Triple M that we use on Get This. I've given it a bit of a shine. I'm looking forward to the team seeing this, the yeah. finished article, oh, yeah. when everything has been brought back to its real best. Well, it does date back to the early 1940s, so I hope you won't mind. I've made a couple of modifications that... So you're saying now you're qualified what? to tell me? I haven't said anything of the sort. I, all I said I've been doing this business for 25 years. I know you have. I'm very disappointed in this conversation today. And in fact, I'm a bit off with it. Look, all I've done is made a slight modification. I am not happy. Really? I think I've had enough, quite frankly. Huh. You know, you're taking the out of me. I'm not taking... You are taking the out of me. I think you're overreacting. I'm not on big brother. Oh, I know you're not on big brother. You know where you are? Have you done your homework? Have I done my <laughs> homework? My homework has been over 25 years. Oh, yes. Written I, that. I know. 25 years. Yep. I've got flair, mm -hmm. I've got talent, and I've made several million pounds. We know. What can you say about the antique business? What can I say? Well, I occasionally have to play a super tramp I'm going to say this from now on. No more prisoners, no more nice talk. From now on, you are dealing with Dickinson. Noble <laughs> You don't want to set him off. Wow, tough Jeez. day for you. No. And he sounds, by the sound of things, he dragged you into a public toilet and then started playing teen drum while he berated you. <laughs> Jeez, that must have been weird. He's got flair, he's got talent, he's made several million pounds. <laughs> Great when you have to point that out. What, is there anyone ever going to succeed? Can you ever go to an auction where they're just selling kind of knickknacks and nonsense and actually find a, a, an antique that's worth heaps of cash? Well, you know that old um, Woody Allen short story that he wrote that a guy <coughs> a guy walked in with a violin to a, a bric-a-brac shop and the guy said, it was like a homeless guy walked in with it, and he said, uh, what's this violin worth? Mm. And he went out the back and he went, my God, it's a Stradivarius. My oh. God, the guy doesn't know he's got a Stradivarius. And he walked back out to the guy selling it and said... Uh, I can give you fifty pounds for it, and the guy goes, "Oh, that's disappointing. I was hoping for six point five million." <laughs> <laughs> well, he does a lot of valuing, and uh, he even values. And I know you find this hard to believe. He values members of the team's stool samples. Mark's stool is first. Can Mark impress David and win back some respect? There's nothing wrong with it. It's clean. It's presentable. It is ready to go. But it does seem a bit rich. 
A little bit rich. David's not overly impressed by the stool, that's but he's happy for it to go on the stand. That's cheap and gratuitous. That's a bit much. At least it's ready to go. <laughs> You've got, to, you've got to put a photo of Dickinson on the website. <laughs> we have. We've got the Dickinson soundboard. Yeah. This is the people at the IT department. Bang up job. Who have been bagging all year. Well. Well, slightly. Mm. We've I stopped that now. Some of those people were boned. But yeah. the new people are there, and they've come good with the Dickinson soundboard. You can just play them like a piano. Now, uh, my uh, flatmate used to live next door to the Dickinson. You're joking. In England. He used to live next door to the Duke. And he said the Duke had a year-round tan. And he used to get about in his back garden, just in some speedos, uh, in <laughs> in autumn and winter. Just check, don't check the tan. Are you serious? Yes. You jest. I don't jest. Did he uh, describe the contents of his speedos as a cracking load of kids? If you don't know what I'm talking about, we're gonna have an eye-popping, cracking lot of kids on that stand. <laughs> <laughs> Who said antiques aren't sexy? Oh. Eye-popping. But what he's, he's got the music of the, you know, it's you know the just before we find out who the killer is. <laughs> you know that Rudy... He's got the music that you hear when you walk through the door on Thank God You're Here. That's what he's got. Oh, that's right. Oh, that, yeah. there, there, all, there's so many layers to Thank God You're Here, isn't it? I forgot about that one. So <laughs> oh, there is. I, I need to know more about living next door to David mm -hmm. Dickinson. Mm -hmm. But I just have this terrible feeling that we are running shockingly late. They need to get a move on because I can feel the pressure rising in my head. It's saying to me, something has got to be done. <laughs> Are they Huey Lewis lyrics? They <laughs> <laughs> might be. Uh, so, look, put it on hold. Hold that thought. Right. We want some Cavaliers, believe it or not. Oh, it's the best one ever. It's we... a cracking, eye-popping lot of gear. <laughs> Kit. Sorry. And we're going to put Dr. Rob Sitch to the uh, obesity crisis task to see if he's Good. up to that. It's all coming up on Get This. Get This. It's almost a resigned air of failure. That's not good. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. If you want yeah, to get this off, around the nation on Triple M, Rob with us. Thank God your hair goes out tonight yeah. on Channel what? 10 at uh, 7.30. Yeah. You'd be foolish yeah. if you watched anything yeah. else I'm suggesting. Mm. Who's on? What you uh, need is to talk to someone who knows money backwards. Someone who can help you with the tough financial questions. No, Sean McAuliffe. Thanks, Ed. I was on 20 to 1 last night. I was in a. Oh, I saw you. I yeah. was in a Deborah Hutton Tara Moss sandwich. Oh, again, <laughs> it's fantastic. Hutton sandwich. I can't remember your comment. What were you, you commenting joke, on? Don't? It was a song. Oh, something about Mick Jagger. It was some old. What movie. did you joke? Did you make? Oh, come on, come, come on. on. Put some music to that it. He couldn't get any satisfaction. Something about that. Oh, that's right. If if he can't get satisfaction, we're all in trouble. I was saying, surely he could get some off Keith. And surely, or Keith would know someone who could get some. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, was that your only joke that made it in? What's <laughs> the only one. How many jokes did you do for the show? I don't know. Hey, come on. Yes, dude. you do, Joe. Well, Ed, Ed. I, I wrote 45 jokes for three episodes. Yeah. And then you sit down, you do them all, and you know that about eight are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just hope they're going to choose the good ones. But then you're getting up to go, and they go, hey, can you just uh, say something about every single other thing we're going to be doing wow. in this series? And you sit there for two hours. And your batting average is really poor. No. You know what? I just want to be in the edit room when they, this this phrase is said. You know what? I think we take Tony Martin out and put Scott Cam in. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who else would it be? Put, okay. Fine. All right. Oh. You know. No, Sean McAuliffe's on tonight. Yes. Yeah. Has he been sacked from his radio show no, yet? He needs to be really sacked so he can come in, in here. here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a rubbish program. I don't know if you've heard it. No. It's appalling. I haven't.
You're not talking about thank God you're here. No, no, no. That's great. I love that. How many times have you shot? Three? Uh, this is his fourth time. Uh, sure. fourth. Dale and Evans, young boy from oh, a yes. very talented young man. Very nice. And uh, he's the farmer in the wedge. Yeah. It's always getting the flies in his mouth. Yeah. That's how I know him. He was on a show <laughs> that our producer was that's one of, right. one of the producers. And Eagle and Evans. Yeah. Almost went to air. <laughs> it nearly went to air, that show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's it all the way to nearly went to air. Yeah. She's they've done well. She's they've done well. Who else? Josh Lawson. Oh, he's good. Our homeboy. Yes, and Bianca Dye. Oh. Uh, Interesting, ready? yeah. Daughter mm-hmm. of Izzy Dye. Who oh, was, really? Surely he made the top 50 of something. Who's Izzy Dye? Izzy Dye. I... Oh, don't you start that again. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. Rob. You know who Jesus is? Yes. Okay. You know yeah. who Julius Caesar was? Yes. You know who Winston Churchill is? Yeah. Okay, you know, you know, a little. Yeah, yeah. they were <laughs> all big brother last year, right? <laughs> the nastiest letter I've ever got in my life was from Izzy Die. Oh, what? really? Who's Izzy Die? He's this guy. How would you describe him? Well, he did. He was a pop pop singer, and oh, okay. pop star, and then he did late night television for many years. Oh, okay, so yeah, right. Had a cult following amongst our ilk. Uh, uh, yeah. And we made some quite harmless throwaway joke about him on Martin Loy. All the people mm. we pulled the piss out of in four years, yeah. Izzy Die got the angriest. And he sent me this really full-on letter going, yeah, we'll see where you are in 10 years, mate. I've been entertaining Australians for 30 years. Let's meet back here in 10 years and see where you are. How long ago was that? That was 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then about six months ago, okay. I get a fairly drunk call from Mick Malloy really late at night, and he's got a some sort of um, chateau, some kind of oh, Bond yeah, yeah. villain's hideout down on the Cape Shank Golf Course <laughs> in Victoria. And he calls me up, Mick calls me up, he goes... Right, guess what's going on down at the golf club tonight? What? Izzy dies performing in blackface doing his Al Jolson show. <laughs> Might have to go and just remind him about the 10-year thing. <laughs> He's got you. He's got you too. But I, I'm not sure if he was uh, sober enough to wander up to the club. When the second letter comes in, in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> From the daughter. Oh, sorry, someone is on your show. Yeah, okay, no, sorry no, Thanks that. for that. Okay, anyway, fine. Anyway, Bianca's nice. and uh, She's is great. Is he, is he wrote me a nice letter? She's great. great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put Best that. plug ever for thank God, Tone. I will find that letter and put it up on the website. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, anyway so I'm going to summarize it. It's, oh, it's going to be good. Rob. So it's 20 to 1, <laughs> 50 years of thing, and it's on ice tonight. Thank God. It's on ice? Yeah, it's on ice. They're going to come through the door to we use two doors tonight that comes through and start singing duets. So Fantastic. I was on Thank God You're Here last week, and, you know, we've been doing this show for five months. Yeah, beat yourself up about it for the next week. And then... You were great. All I've had in a week is people just yelling out things that I... People like Things I don't even remember saying on that show. Like what? The brashest record voucher. That was the best re- Some reference Man, to Pussyfoot. Oh, people yeah, yelling yeah. out, Unana, hire to me in the street. That's odd. <laughs> <laughs> but enough of that, because yep. uh, we've got some music. And, Ed, uh, what yeah. are you going to favour us with today? Oh, look, uh, Tom's here, work experience, young man, Tom. And he, he's been there roped in. He's got a bass, which he's uh, willing oh, okay. to use. Uh, I've got a, a drum, is it Rich? Yeah, I've got a drum, and uh, and I've got a very high-pitched voice, which I'm hoping to sing in as, a little bit later on. Yeah. Two, three, four. Oh, see? Yeah, oh, good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Work, Tom. You sound like Blondie. No. Okay. Tom takes umbrage at that. <laughs> That's Blondie here at Get This on Triple M, brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz Vito. That's the Mercedes-Benz Vito, not the Mercedes-Benz Vito. We'll cut that out before it goes swear if you could, Richard. Yeah, thanks. Slide that up for us. Uh, we've got Rob Sitch here, Hi. and I know he loves facts. I do. Yeah, no, I do. Do you think you can tell when something's true or not? Um, uh, yeah, no, I'll back myself. I've got a good Ooh. strike rate. Let's see how you go with Cavaliers, believe it or oh, not. No, I know it's coming. <laughs> Hurt and I get 
All right. How does it work? All right. Try and impress uh, Rob. Rob. Tom, this is how it works. Cavalies, mm. believe it or not. Mm. Uh, I've been, I've trawled through my boyfriend's Take 5 magazine, and that's Life magazine, uh, and have taken some real-life stories yes. interspersed with stuff that Cavalier has made up. Now, normally I just throw it open to the panel. It takes too long. Uh, so, Rob, you're first. In the I'm, hot seat. In the hot seat. <laughs> I'm going to give you a, 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 a headline, and you say whether you believe it or not. Mm. Are we ready? Yeah. Stalked by a ninja. Believe it or not. Believe it. Believe it. You'd be absolutely right. Uh, this lady lives out in the bush somewhere, and she keeps waking up to find a black, like, clothed man hanging around her garden. Now, ninjas normally sort of jump in, you know, famous assassins. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Your suburban ninja, guess what he's up to? They've got soft. They've got very soft. He just smokes in her garden and occasionally <laughs> urinates on her carpet. Oh, <laughs> crouching tiger. He's a urinating ninja dragon. in a garden gnome at the moment. <laughs> You, that's your local ninja work. That's Generation Y for you. Yeah, but true. how piss-sweet would it have been if you'd made up that headline? Stalked by a ninja. I actually thought it was pretty good, to okay, be honest. Uh-huh. I was going to claim it for a while. What else uh, you got? All right, Maslow. Yeah. Floor soup is delicious. Well, that's an opinion, so it's not actually a fact or a statement of fact. So I'm going to say... Mm. That that is a false one that you have made up. Incorrect, my friend. Incorrect. Oh. Uh, my friend uh, Patricia Airy from Stafford in QLD writes into That's Life to confess that one day some friends came round for some ham soup that she'd made. The soup fell on the ground. Her, her husband leaned into her and said, the, the floor's pretty clean, isn't it? She scooped it back up and served it. How is this an article? How did that get into a magazine? That lady got 25 bucks for that story. It's like an early draft of Bridget Jones' diary. Remember the soup scene from that that turned oh, blue or something? Yeah, but that was Bridget Jones. It's just, how does that become a news story? Exactly. Were insiders there to confirm this? Well, the husband's <laughs> confirmed it. And, and You're right. I, look, that's like... How does it make the difficult transition from <laughs> suburban home to major international newspaper? Look, that's right. AAP Reuters. That's life is not in the business of just giving 35 bucks away for stuff that's not true. <laughs> all right? I think we all know that. Tone? Yeah. I sold my legs. It doesn't have mention of cats, so I'm suggesting that it's true. Incorrect, my friend. I made it up. You made up that? I sold my legs. Yeah, I'm sure somebody would have sold their legs at some point. Imagine. All right, Tom, you ready? Yeah. All right. This Welcome is uh, Rob's work experience, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Real life imitation footy baby. Oh, I'm going to have to say that's true. It is. Well done. Oh, Tom. Have a look. <laughs> Don't be proud. <laughs> have a look at this. This is a baby that you can buy. Uh, to the, that likes footy, that, so you can take it to the footy and it won't cry. Now, these are the things that make it so realistic. It's got real-life, real-touch vinyl skin, hand-applied hair, wide-eyed brown, uh, wide-eyed brown eyes, and an irresistible expression. You'll think it's so real, it's so truly real. It I've... fooled Katie Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Does that look real to you? <laughs> well, the, the, the expression line, I think, is true. The touch vinyl, I think, was a bit of a stretch. Now, he's, just in case that you were wondering, whether yes. if, you're, if you've gone, well, touch vinyl, not sure, this is the final selling point. Adding to the realism, Bobby is 61 centimetres long. <laughs> as, if, as, as if that's the sweet spot. That's the one. No, 65 too many, Don't 58. No. Don't believe you. Wow. It's got that anime Japanese comic it's look scary. about it. It's scary. It's going to wake up in the night and, you know. That looks more real than what's on the front of the new Vanity <laughs> Fair, I'm telling you. 
that's work experience for you, Tom. <laughs> you are learning, my friend. One more, one more. One before more. We go. One more before we go, Nikki. Nikki, are you with us? Our yeah. producer, Nikki. Nikki, <clears throat> I've been to thirteen Shannon Noll concerts. You made that up. Incorrect. Oh. A lady has written oh. saying that she's been to. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's a wrong effect. That's fantastic. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that one? We want that on our yeah, show. I like that again. <laughs> Who's using that? Set the shebang. I don't know. We'll steal it. Yeah, a lady has been to 13 Shannon Nong concerts this year, wow. and she's upset because she doesn't think she's going to make 20. Is this lady Shannon No? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's just S No. Hey, let's, let's uh, you know, put... Well, we've got many more. I reckon that we're not making full use of the doctor's skills, and All I right. think we've got to let the listeners have some uh, some fun with the old... Uh, Dovetails. Are we going to do dovetails today? Yeah, it's dovetails. Oh, uh, yes. Let's get up a mountain. Let's go straight. <laughs> now, uh, kiddies, are they getting too fat, Rob? What's your view? Today we have a disturbing silhouette of the typical Australian kitty, and he's basically Laurie Oaks. I mean, is that what's going on out there? <laughs> I don't know. They're certainly eating their way there. Uh, it's the impression of, of a five-year-old. That seems a bit of a stretch. Hip and ankle injuries at... You know, you've got to play football yeah. for 10 years to get that, aren't you? That's right. I mean, is it just too much sitting still? There's a great suggestion somewhere here from uh, somebody. <laughs> Health researchers <laughs> are saying a good way to tackle a childhood obesity is heavier toys. Okay. Toys are too light. Okay. So what are we doing? I don't know. So if they're heavy, they've got so it's like weights. Yeah. Just put lead in them. That'll fix it. That's it. Just more lead in all toys. You know the, the the big index of weight is the thing called BMI. Right. What's that? It's um That's you index. take yeah, but thank you, Ed. And um they you take your height mm -hmm. uh, and your weight, but you you divide your weight in kilograms by your height squared. Oh. So if it's eighty kilograms. Divided by one point eight two, divided by one point eight, and it's, if it's above sort of twenty five, you're overweight. Mm. The only problem is that depending on your body type, Arnold Schwarzenegger is obese, according to the right. ZMR. <laughs> he is. He's been stacking on for years. So, but generally, that's the rule. Doesn't really work then. And I think Tony would be. I think Tony would be on the lower end. Of I the think BMI. so. Bean pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I register on the bean pole meter. Do you? <laughs> High on the bean pole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, hey, Tom. Tom goes to school. Tom, yeah. are, they, are, are the kids, kids fat, fat at school? Uh, yeah, they're all fat. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> they're all fat. What, what's all the fat? reason? What's the reason? Is Doesn't texting on your mobile phone get, yeah, spend calories? Uh, yeah, I don't. I think um, the workforce, you know, we should be getting into the workforce about 15 now. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> National service. Child labour. Now we're getting so. Not on my watch. Hey, uh, Tom. <laughs> Tom, are, are, the, uh, are the, the, the fatter kids still up for ridicule, or is there so many of them that you can't risk it? Yeah. Uh, I reckon another problem is um, bullying programs. What do you mean? There's not enough? Well, no, there's, you're not allowed to bully anymore, so uh. you <laughs> tell fat kids so, that they're fat. Oh, so, so it true. was the relentless bullying so that was true. keeping people thin all those <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I was bullied as a child. And look how well you turned out. And I'm svelte ass. Hey, this is a good segment. We're putting lead back into toys. <laughs> We've got bullying back Poor into boy. schools <laughs> and meaningless Hassling facts. Hassling boombaladas. Excellent. <laughs>
What are we looking for here? Uh, solutions. Solutions. We want the listeners to ring up and give us, you know, solutions to uh, the childhood obesity problem, basically. Yeah. So Jeez, that's a long bow, isn't I it? I mean, normally it's stuff like which animal would you steal yeah, from the yeah, zoo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Today we're actually attempting to help at, uh, and, and, but let's not take it too seriously. I mean, we're also going to have <laughs> oh, dear, uh, a dovetail. Oh, yeah. It's going to be doing. Yeah, believe um, it or not. He's going to be doing his believe it or not. Yeah. So you see the beautiful way in which they put those dovetails in there. Not very proficient at it, no. but nevertheless, that's the difference. Thank you, David. Thanks, Dave. Glad to see it's appreciated. Nice but board. what does the prize king have for our listeners? Mm. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, sick and tired of Clint Eastwood DVDs? Of course you're not. Clint Eastwood's best movies are on DVD now, available for a limited time. You can have some free ones. Today we're having Sudden Impact, The Deadpool, Maximum Force, The Enforcer, Any Which Way But Loose, and Cannonball Run. I made the last one up. You made maximum force up. What is maximum force? Magnum force. Oh, magnum force. <laughs> okay. There's some Clint Eastwood movies in it for yeah. you. If you can think that. of a way to get the kiddies down a few <laughs> pant sizes, call us now, one triple three five three. It's Get This Around the Nation. That'd be the fray. Mm. Uh, we're climbing a mountain. <laughs> Rob Sitch is here, and somebody has to protect our kiddies from news cameramen getting around filming them from the neck down in order to show that they're yeah. too obese. You don't even have to tell them that, that you did it, do you? And it's not just kids, it's diabetics. Yep. It's just p overweight people in general. Anyone eating like a hamburger? Yeah, that's right. I mean, Rob, is there any, uh, you know, if there's a legal thing about being filmed from the neck down, wobbling up the street, is that... I, don't, I think you get away with anything once you, you take the you, the number plate away from someone and, yeah. their, and their face. Uh, you're going to recognise your own ass, though, aren't you, on the uh, news? I'm might. sure people do that every night. Yeah, you might. But what about the kiddies? Who's got a solution, Ed? Hello, Dale. Hello, boys. How you doing? We're excellent. What do you reckon we're going to do? I reckon you've got to bring back, and it can be described as either two names, uh, Bull Rush or Red Rover. Great game. Oh, yes. It's it got banned in Queensland. And it's, it's been banned. Um, I think it's got banned in all schools. It's been banned. But it's, I think uh, British Bulldog in some states. British Bulldog. It was great. The fat kids always used to get picked on. It was great. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> But it was for their own good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Your therapy. And uh, for Dale, that's pretty... Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Now, when, when did they ban it? Well, look, I was, I was in school. My senior year was in 88. Yeah. And I know it was uh, even pre-then. They were almost public... Um, uh, the, the, the primary school days. And it's just basically running from one end of the field to the other, isn't it? Yeah, that's trying to stop you in the middle, yeah. And I would just wait till there was a melee on one side <laughs> and I'd, in a very cowardly way, sneak up the other side. <laughs> and yeah, just or, just, yeah. <laughs> or just sneak off right off the oval. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just a PlayStation game. Yeah, it is. You don't have to oh, use yes. your thumb. Bull Rush 2000! <laughs> Thank you, Dale. Hello, Michael. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're excellent, man. What are we going to do? Well, I think you should get a bit of a stick with a rope on the end and a muffin on the end. Have it their back, so they're walking, trying to get the muffin, but they just out of reach. That's fantastic. <laughs> let's ask, uh, let's yeah. ask young Tom here. Tom, would you chase a muffin on a stick? Oh yeah, I'd have hours of fun with that. There, there you go. There you go. Done. Good work, good Michael. Suggestion. Very good work. <laughs> hey, Errol. Good morning, gents. How are we going? We're excellent, sir. What's I've got the solution. Do you? It's called the Kitty Trim 2006. Yeah. And it's basically a giant rubber band strapped to the front door of the house and then make the kids run to school. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, well, the good thing is you get them home on time, too. Yeah. So they're on a bungee cord to home. That's exactly the point, yeah. That's, uh... so I, I think I saw one of those advertised at 3 o'clock in the morning. One, <laughs> <laughs> Crazy enough you to get work, a free Earl. set of steak knives 
those. Do you? Yeah. Mm. Well, you don't want to eat steak. <laughs> yeah, we're, trying, we're trying to lose no, weight. It's got to be three set of knives. celery steak knives. <laughs> That's the one. Right, Errol's crazy enough to work. Thank you, sir. Hey, Hank. Yeah, hey, how's it going, guys? Excellent. What are we going to do? All right, now, there's a whole bunch of these little kids running around that are mm. very fat. Yes. And we've got an energy crisis. Okay. Put the fat kids on treadmills, hook the treadmills up to a generator, free mm. electricity... And it's this is good for the environment. Now that man has uh, to get a Clint Eastwood DVD. Yeah, he's getting one. Green how, energy. How, <laughs> hey, Hank, how long a day do you think these kids should be on the treadmill? Look, it's a 24-hour-a-day job. 24 hours, you just yeah. have them working shifts, <laughs> and when they're not on the treadmill, they're just eating. And in the classroom, maybe get rid of the desks, just have treadmills That's lined up. That's a good up. idea. So while they're yeah. learning, they're losing weight and powering... The entire nation. But you, you might raise... have to go uh, exercise bikes in the classrooms, as I think they'll be quieter than treadmills. Yeah, but very true. Very easy swap. I mean, no one learns anything at school anyway. Wow, well, there you go. He raises an interesting point, though. At, at a fitness club, why wouldn't you hook all the the yeah. bikes up to a magnetometer? To it's on the all this, you know, giant fans with you know wind business out in the countryside. That's not going to work. Fat kids <laughs> on treadmills. <laughs> That's the answer. This is great. We're really helping today. Uh, it's amazing. Hey, uh, hey, Jim. Hello. How are you? Good. Now, how old are you, sir? I'm ten. So you're right in the thick of it, hey? You're yeah. right. Yeah, you're facing these kids every day. Now, what are we going to do? I think starve them like my mum does. Feed them carrots and apples, no biscuits. So, what are you living on a diet of carrots and no biscuits? <laughs> wow. Well. How many be at school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you at school? Oh, because I've got. Oh, we're in Queensland now. Oh right, so school's been outlawed. Uh, <laughs> that's how Mr. Beatty got back in. Nice work. School holidays? No, not yet. Got a week off. <laughs> got a week off. Good on you, Premier Beatty. Good work, Jim. Springboard wasn't offering that. <laughs> you got Jim's vote. Thanks, mate. Hey, uh, hey, Paul. Hi, hey guys, how are you? Ah, oh, we're excellent. So, what Love are we going to Oh, thanks, man. What are we going to do? Mate, this no contest on the TV telling them should cut junk food out of the, all the schools. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm the exact opposite. Put junk food in and only give them junk food, but I've got a little secret. What is it? Lace them all with super powered laxatives. Super powered laxatives? <laughs> Dr. Rob Sitch, is this a viable concept? <laughs> I'm just wondering <laughs> whether the, there's an official medical title called super powered. <laughs> whether, whether Pfizer and yeah, come out and they go, I know, we'll, we'll take it, make it super powered. <laughs> so the idea is that the kiddies can put all that food into their system, but it just can't stay in there too long. That's right. As soon as they eat it, they're on the potty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is got, a, that is a dangerous recess time. Have you got, have you got uh, kids, Paul? Yes, I do. And trust me, explosive diarrhea is exactly that. There you go. <laughs> well, Paul's tried and tested. He's done the field study. A nation on the potty. <laughs> That's our solution. Thanks, Paul. I think Jeez. it is. Well, we've solved that crisis. I like fat kids on treadmills. That seemed to solve about five problems in one go. Yeah, fat kids on treadmills was good. Everyone I... gets a Clint Eastwood DVD. Yeah, yeah. I'm digging the donut on a stick, too. Yeah. Cost effective. It was actually a muffin on a stick, but I, in I, your I, mind... I'd prefer a donut. It's a donut. <laughs> I'd chase a donut. Thanks for coming in today, Rob. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank God you're here on tonight. That's a top view. And, Tom, what have you learned work experience-wise observing this uh, hour? Um, radio's fun. Radio's there fun. There we go. Anything we go. else? Uh, muffins, sticks. <laughs>
Hey, your work here is done, Tony. <laughs> Superb. We've achieved something for once. And I think our key phrase today was... We're going to have an eye-popping, cracking lot of kits on that stand. <laughs> We're back tomorrow with Dave Graney. Oh, good. And it's all thanks to the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on a Stick. <laughs>